Man, I'm seeing victories. I said, I'm seeing victories. I said, I'm seeing victories. My God. I'm, I'm seeing victories right now in Jesus' name. You, you know, again, back, back, back to this backbone thing. You, uh, you know, the Bible says in Hebrews 10, uh, 35, 36, it says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience. After you've done the will of God, you're going to receive the promise. See, a lot, of, a lot of us have become disengaged from the promise, and it's not the promise that's let, that, that, that you let go of. Uh, what it is, is is the confidence that the promise demands. And so you let go of your confidence, and, and, and your confidence, uh, you know, uh, man, you, you need to build that confidence back up so you can take back a hold of that thing, because it says you have need of patience, and I know you think you need a lot of stuff, but the one thing the Bible says you need is patience, and patience is not the ability to wait a long time. Patience is the ability to remain unchanged regardless of time. Right, and so uh, you, you you need to you need to understand that what I what I'm going to do is develop confidence so that I can receive the promises of God. I I, I want to receive you know I, I got to be positioned to receive uh, the the blessing of God because here here's the deal is He's already released that blessing. You're already blessed, right? So blessed means positioned to win or succeed in any given situation. The blessing of God is the power of God, the power to increase, the power to prosper, the power to win, the, 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 the power to demonstrate Satan's defeat. And, and, and you got power, but you, then, then we add favor, and favor is the opportunity to see that power effectively operate. And so here comes God, and he, and he brings his favor into your life, and the favor is going to give you that, is going to give that power, it's going to make it effective. And then, and then he adds time, which is, right, because it's seed time and harvest. Time, there's two words in the Greek for time, uh, chronos and kairos. Chronos is like the, you know, the systematic organization of time. Uh, it, but kairos is not just any time, but it's a segment of time impregnated with purpose by God. See, see a lot of us, what, what, you know, one of the reasons we, we, need to, we need to be bigger participants, we need to be more active in, in seed because, you know, time, kairos, time doesn't do any good lacking seed. Don't look at me like, like you hate the thought of prospering. This kills me. Like, oh, you just want our money. I don't want your money. I want you to prosper. I want you to humiliate hell. Hello? Ron, how's business? Huh? It's better than that. You know, you go to get biscuits and gravy from Ron. Good luck. You, you know, Ryan, how many planes you got? Five, six next week. You, you know, hey, what, what is this thing? What's God wanting to do? He's wanting to elevate you. He, he's want, he, but you got to have a backbone. Everybody say backbone. backbone. You know, what, that's your confidence. You know, it's like you got to get in the Word of God. You got to have the Word of God. That's what's going to develop the backbone. Matter of fact, if you're here and you don't have a Bible, hold your hand up there. She'll bring one real quick. And, give, and we'll give it to you. It's our gift to you. I hope that you don't just keep this one forever. I hope you graduate because this one's really hard to read. It's tiny print. But you, you got <laughs> you got to get that word and you got to get it in you. And, and and sometimes you just you know you you need to get hung up 
hung up on a verse, you know, like, like, like hung up, like you read this verse and I can't go any farther. What, what's the deal with that verse? And, and cause God, God's, God ain't trying to hide it from you. He's trying to reveal it to you. Right. And, and uh, you know, we were, we were in Vancouver. What, what day was that? Friday. Um, we were in Vancouver Friday, Friday night. And, uh, but no, it's Saturday morning that, that uh, there's a young guy there and, uh, and he's doing really well. And, and, uh, and he was talking to me and, uh, and the guys, and he, and he brought up, he goes, now, now, you know, and he's telling me that this one, this one time, you know, a couple, two, three years ago, you used this one verse, and, it's, and, and, it's, and I get it, but I, but I can't remember exactly how it goes, something about gophers and oars, you know, I'm like, oh, that's easy, that's First Kings 22, 48, because it's one of my life verses. It's a verse I got hung up on. Okay, I got hung up on this verse, and, and, and the verse says uh, that uh, Jehoshaphat created ships of Tarshish to go to Ophir for gold, but they went not for they are broken at Ejon Giver. God, I love that verse. That verse, like, like I, you know, I, I am having, my, you know what that is, right? I'm having, my, here, you do it for a while. Um, it's a white hanky moment, right? And a lot of you know, a lot of you guys, you, you don't even know what that is. You know, you, you look at some of these guys. Do you even know what a white hanky moment is? Really? No. God, your babies, Anna. Uh, you know, because back in the day, man, the, the sisters would get their hanky. It, they'd have a revelation. They'd see something they'd never seen before, and they're running around. You know why? Because I can see what I couldn't see before. So what? Well, if you can see what you couldn't see before, you can go where you couldn't get before. If you can go where you couldn't get before, you, you can reach what you couldn't touch before. If you take hold of what you couldn't touch before, now you can accomplish what you couldn't even start before. And see, that's what God's wanting to give you. It's like in, through the Word of God, He's wanting to, man, I, I want to give you the backbone. See, the, the king created vessels. Well, you got a king. And he created you, and you're a vessel. So the king created vessels for what purpose? Because God don't do nothing without a purpose. He created them to carry the gold. You understand that? Like, like his plan really is to prosper you. He, he really does want you. Well, all I need is enough. You're selfish. If all you have is enough, then you ain't got enough to help people without enough. And if all you have is enough, you don't even have to think about people who ain't got enough. And you ain't supposed to be thinking about you. You're supposed to be thinking about others. God, God, God understands the law of increase. Okay? And, and, and here's the thing. There's this thing called uh, the law of mutual benefit. It's all through the Bible. You, you know, Matthew 6, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I love the Amplified. It's his way of doing, his way of being. And, and, and if you do this, what will happen? I'll add everything that you desire to your life. It, well, what is that? That's the law of mutual benefit. Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. What was that? That was the law of mutual benefit. So you got to understand something. You got you to quit letting the devil talk you out of what God's trying to talk you into. You got to get a backbone. See, some of us, we're just way, way, way too soft. You weren't created, you weren't created to barely make it. You were created to carry the gold, but you have to be able to receive it. You know, in football, in football, how many of you guys, end up, you, you don't have to respond if you don't want to. We already know it's true. But how many of you guys, your, your team in football would do a lot better if they could just catch the ball? 
you know, you ever had one of them moments? It's like, oh my gosh, it hits him in the face mask and he can't hang on to it. You know, and then they throw it to him and bumps off the numbers on his chest. He can't, he keeps dropping the ball. That's what a lot of us do is we keep dropping the ball. What, what determines the longevity of a receiver? His ability to hold the ball even after taking a hit. Some of you guys, you received it, but you got hit and you rejected the ball. And now you're afraid to catch another one. And I'm telling you, you got to get yourself in the position to receive what God's trying to bring into your life. You have to be a great receiver. You got a king. He created you to carry the gold. Let me tell you what's gold. It's not just money. Isaiah 32, 18 says, my people shall dwell in a peaceful habitation. Let me tell you what's, here's, here's what's golden. A peaceful habitation. It, right in the middle of chaos, you got peace. You got peace. You got peace. You think some stupid situation is going to disrupt my life? Oh, it used to. It used to, you know, things used to like ruffle me up and fuzz me up. I'm going to tell you something. Like, like you're not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna cause me to doubt and, and and question whether God's coming through ever again. I already know my final outcome will be better than my current condition. There's just not a whole lot that's gonna disrupt my peace. You know, my people should dwell in a peaceful habitation, a secure dwelling, a secure dwelling. Let me tell you something: I cannot be stolen from. I don't want to go down that line too far because that's a great message all in its own, and, and it's not the one I'm preaching. But, but I, I, can't be, I cannot be stolen from. That's, man, you want to talk about security? I have to. That is golden. A quiet resting place. Oh, my gosh. You know, Friday night, Friday night, you know, I'm splitting a room with somebody. I won't mention any names. And, uh, and this individual, bless his heart, you know, you know, we, we come in, and we've been in meetings, and we've had all kinds of stuff going on, and the lights are on, the TV's up, and, 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 and you know, and I, I come walking out, and you hear this, you know, I'm like, what the world? And I look over there, and, and Todd, I mean, he is cutting wood, bro. And, and oh, shoot, I said your name, sorry. Uh, and and the, the, the lamp the lamp on the bed table is banging against the wall, and I'm thinking, I need to pray for Kelly. You know, I just need to pray right now for Kelly. I don't know how in the world, you know, because I'm concerned, honestly, about the people in the other rooms. And, uh, uh, you know, this is kind of a nice place we're at, and I don't want to get us kicked out. And I'm thinking, I actually thought about recording it, but the problem was is that by the time I thought about recording it, I'd turned the lights off and decided to go to sleep. I have, I can, I have a quiet resting place. It's golden. I don't care if he is tearing the wallpaper off the walls. You know, it doesn't matter. You have a king. He created you. You're a vessel. Created to carry the gold. But that, that verse says that, but they went not because they were broken at Ejon Geber. Ejon Geber's two words put together make one word. Ejon back, Geber, bone. So the king created vessels to carry the gold, but they didn't carry the gold because they didn't have a backbone to face the storm that was going to prevent them from reaching the gold. There's always a storm. There's the shore of promise given and the shore of promise received, and it's always separated by a sea of storms. Read your Bible. You got to have a backbone to face the storm. Some of you guys, you've been hit, okay? We're not, we're not saying you weren't hit, but you dropped the ball. You got to get back in the game. You got to receive the ball, and you got to have a backbone to hold on to it. Why? Because your future hinges on your ability to be a receiver. 
When you pray, believe that you receive. If you ain't going to believe you're going to receive, you don't even need to pray. I don't know if you heard me. If you ain't going to believe, you don't need to pray. You have a wishbone. You go through chance. Not chance, chant. You chant things and, and hope it's prayer. I wish this worked. Why? Because you got a wishbone. Well, there's real potential here. Sweet. Potential's cute. The Bible does not say that you shall receive potential after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. It says you shall receive power. You know, God life, check it out. God life, you know, eternal life. It, well, you know, that's when we all go to heaven. What a beautiful day that will be. Some glad morning when this life is o'er, I'll fly away. I just messed the piano player up. You didn't know, am I supposed to be following? It's like Christians are, are cute. You know, but cute Cute is great if you're Annie's age. But you reach a point of maturity that cute don't cut it no more. You know, if you're like just waiting until you fly away, if God life starts when you're dead, God life is more life than death, more joy than sorrow, more peace than chaos, more hope than despair, more provision than lack, more healing than sickness, right here, right now. Okay, if, if, if remember the the... the the rich young ruler, and he, he was rich, he was young, and he had authority. But he said, what did he say? I need to know how to get what you guys got. There's something on them. If nobody wants what you've got, maybe what you got ain't worth wanting. How could we take the power of God and make it so unattractive? Just instead of having a backbone, have a wishbone. You realize that, that, that in, in Genesis 26, we're not going to put it up, but in Genesis 26, when, when, Isaac, when Isaac just believed God, got a backbone, he went to work and he did stuff that, it, that the people around him could have done what he did and got the result that he got, but instead the Bible says they envied him, so they tried to undo everything that he did. And I'm telling you that to keep in and flowing in the blessing of God and the favor of God is going to take a backbone. I said it's going to take a backbone. See, uh, uh, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 6, 1 Corinthians 6, uh, verse 2, he said, here's what I want you to know. I tell you that now is the time of God's favor. Now is the time of salvation. Now, look, look at that. I tell you, now is the time, Kairos, of God's favor. You are in the middle of a Kairos moment. Your life is filled with insane opportunity, and this is the day of salvation. This is the day of God life. This is the day. Man, it's not for when you're dead. It's for, it's for now. Look at somebody say, it's for now. Check this out. Luke 2.52 because some of us act like we got our stuff together. Luke 2.52 says Jesus grew in wisdom. Well, if he grew, you probably need to also. And he grew in stature. If he grew, you probably need to also. And he grew in favor. If he did, you, you probably need to too. Hello? So, you know, he, you know, so let, let, let me just real quick give, give you this, this, this 
Because what I want you to do is I want you to walk with the favor of God on your life. Uh, I, I want people who don't like you to want to be you. Like, like, like I, I want you to demonstrate Satan's defeat. I, you, you know, I, it's so crazy to me because here's what God wants you to operate in is, is supernatural provision. Okay, supernatural. Like, like people go, what? Are you kidding? How did you... How did that happen? Huh? You know, you know what Isaac had? Supernatural provision. He gained a hundred times more. The Bible says that he sowed, he sowed in the land, and he received. Oh, you got to be a receiver. And he received a hundred times more. And he received a hundred times more. He received, if you get what God has in mind, you won't be able to hold it all. But, well, well then where is this fair? If that's what God really wants, then why isn't it happening? It's not the devil. If you want to see what blocks your favor, all you got to do is walk down, go out the door, take a right, go down and take another right, and there's two doors, men at this place, men go in the men's room. Girls, you got your own space over there. Okay? And you walk in and you look in a mirror and there's your problem. There are three things that can block your favor. Okay? Three things. I want you to write this down. This is, you guys doing okay? Didn't mean to make you stand all day, but doesn't matter. You, you look good. That's awesome. Man, if you knew where, where, where he was, oh my gosh. Okay, three things that will block your favor. Because a lot of you, what you need to do is recognize uh, that what you're experiencing is not the definition of favor. So you should stop accepting it. Greatness is never going to be your personal experience if okay is satisfactory. Like if your life isn't exceptional, then step up. Because God's intention is exceptional for your life. And, and just know that when, when supernatural provisions begins to flow in your life, the, the people who don't have a backbone will complain about you operating in supernatural provision. Okay, three things. Three things that can block the favor in, in, in your walk. It, it, it's, it's, uh, we, could, we could call them uh, walk blockers. Okay, what's going to block your walk? Okay, what, what, what are three things? What are, what are three things? Because the Bible says that if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, whatever thing I ask for, those, that's the thing I'm going to receive. Things matter to God. Okay, old things, gone. New things, come on, baby. I need some new things. What, what are three things that can block the favor of God? You ready? Okay, number one, write, write these down. Everything. Okay, everybody say everything. Okay, number two, something. 
Everybody say something. That was weak. No, no, number three, no thing. Say no thing. No okay, so real loud. Say everything, everything. something, everything. no thing. Okay. Say it loud. Everything, everything. something, everything. no thing. Okay, now let's break it down. Let's break it down. Okay, how, every, well, man, it seems like how are we going to do this? Well, just, just get this, okay, because I, I don't want you to ever forget it. How, what can block the favor of God in my life is blame everything on somebody else. See, if you blame everything, if, like, what are you doing? You're teaching yourself to not be a receiver. See, if you won't receive responsibility, then you can't receive the reward of responsibility. Blame everything. Well, we're not prospering like we should because the price of gas has just gone crazy. I really, I really, you know, uh, I'm thinking about, uh, am I free to talk about anything I want? I am? Okay, because I, no? Uh, well, you act like you are sitting over there talking while I'm preaching. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Okay, so where was I? Uh, okay, so we got Annie and, and Evan and Courtney, you know, are adding to this. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, hey, Shelby, you're going to need like a, like a sprinter van, you know, with captain's chairs down both sides. And, and uh, you know, and just, and just messing with Shelby because, you know, I, I know kind of, you know, she, she wants it to look a certain way. And I'm thinking whatever looks that way isn't going to work. You know, and it's like what, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm believing God for. Is, is just the opportunity to humiliate hell, right? And, and so, uh, you know, well, what kind of gas mileage does it get? I don't care. Why? Well, because economy doesn't dictate the level of blessing that God's flowing in my life. I mean, you know, and I'm not telling you to just be stupid wasteful, but I'm telling you, you, you got to quit blaming your current status on, on, on situations and circumstances. There are certain things you don't have control over, so you're, you're not able to respond to that, right? So that's not your responsibility. What's my responsibility? I can take God's word and I'm able to respond to the to the Word of God. So my responsibility is to know the Word, to believe the Word, and to receive the Word. Right? And so you got to stop blaming. Well, here's why we don't get along. It's because they have a bad attitude. See, here's the deal. is that It's like receiving the ball and getting hit. And so now you just let the ball hit you in the chest. You're dropping the ball. you got to stop blaming everything because when you blame everything, it blocks the favor. Number two, everybody say two. Okay, what was one? Blame everything. Okay, number two is something. Okay, complain about something. Go ahead, find something to complain about. Some of you guys, this is like your spiritual gift. You're under the impression that, that, that negativity, it just flows in you. Matter of fact, your blood type, be negative. Oh. <laughs> All you got to do is complain about something. It won't be long until you complain about most things, and then pretty soon you'll be complaining about everything. 
Let me tell you where the Spirit of God is not, where you complain. I'm telling you, God don't hang out with complainers. There are, you know the miracle, the miracle at Jericho? <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember the story of Jericho? Remember it? What happened? See, isn't it funny that we know the walls came down and we, oh, that's the miracle. No, that's not the miracle. The miracle is that people who spent 40 years in the wilderness for complaining and murmuring went seven days with saying nothing. Seven days without complaining and your walls come down. Use fishing line and a hook if you have to and tie that sucker shut. We complain about the light, complain about the heat, complain about the noise, complain about the ice cream, complain about the coffee, complain about the offering, complain about the... All you got to do is find one thing to complain about. You blocked your favor. You ready for three? She's like, yeah, hurry up and close this. Okay. I love you, Jeannie. You're awesome. Aren't you, aren't you glad for prosperity? Yes. It's going to help you pay that huge ticket. I mean, you know, if you're going to get one, get a big one. You get... <laughs> she tell you about that? I don't blame her. Uh, if I was her, I wouldn't want anybody to know. Okay. It's a big one. Wow. You want to pray right now? How much is it? 400 bucks. Wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. What's one? Number two? Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> blame everything, complain about something. Number three, be grateful for no thing. We are so blessed. We're in the top, like, 3% of the world's most wealthy people. And you're not grateful? You're not grateful? You're not grateful? Oh my gosh. Well, then what would it take? What would it take to make you grateful? I mean, for crying out loud, there's got to be something today you can say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that all the blessings in heaven are available to me because of my union with Christ. Thank you, God. That all things work together for my good because I love you and I'm called according to your purpose. Thank you, God, that no weapon formed against me can prosper. And every tongue that rises against me is condemned because this is the heritage of the children of a living God. And I'm your child, God. Thank you, God. God, thank you, God. Thank you. My grateful heart will declare the goodness of my King. Thank you, Lord. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Thank you, God. You sent your word and you healed me. Thank you, God. Oh, come on, somebody. 
My God. Hey, sit down real quick. I need to, I need to preach my message. I just have, uh, you know, that was my message. Just People are freaking out right now. Uh, but I, I just thought of something. And I just want to, I just, I just want to read this to you. Because, um, you know, this week, getting in the Word of God, and, and you know, what, what's really fun is to take God's Word and, and then start putting it inside of other people and collaborating and letting God, just, just letting God talk to you, you know. Uh, just, just let Him talk to you through each other and, and be encouragers and, and uh, be edifiers and, and, uh, and get excited. Get a, get, a, get a backbone. Look at somebody say, get a backbone. Get a backbone. Carry the goal. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. But you got this. But I don't know what to do right now. Okay, let me just read to you. I'm reading to you from the Word of God. This is out of the Bible. If I were in your shoes, I love the way he starts. Tell me where it's at. No. I might in a minute, but I might not because it might be good for you to have to go find this. If I were in your shoes, I'd go straight to God. I'd throw myself on the mercy of God. After all, he's famous. You know he's famous. Hello? You know the God you serve is famous. Have you forgotten what he's famous for? He's famous for great things. He's famous for unexpected acts. There's no end to his surprises. Somebody ought to be grateful today. Thank you, God. Close your book. Bow your head, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. I just thank you, Lord, that you're opening the eyes of our understanding. You're allowing us to see things we couldn't see before. We, 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 we need to see in the Spirit, God. We need to see it, be, lead, be led by the Spirit of God. And, and Father, uh, to walk in this favor that it's now, it's right now, it's right here, it's right now. And God, I thank you that as every person in this room leaves the room, there's an opportunity to leave it better than they came in. So right now we speak to the darkness, be gone. We speak to the depression, you're out. We speak to poverty, we break your back. We speak to sickness and disease. Hey, guess what? We got health and healing and life and hope and deliverance. So God, we just thank you for uh, this insane provision that you've brought into our life today. Thank you, God. Well, while eyes are closed, heads are bowed, you're in this room, say, you know what, man? I, uh, I, I think I need to take that, that, that last piece of advice. I need to run straight to God. I need to run straight to God. You know, in church, what we might call the sinner's prayer, maybe you've heard of it, maybe you never have, maybe you've never prayed it, maybe you've prayed it 121 times. That's not the point. Here's the question today. Is it time for you to get straight to God? Is it time for you to get real with God so God can be real in you? If that's you, everybody in the room is going to pray this, but I want you to pray it like, like it's just you talking to God, okay? 
So while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if you're in this room and you say, man, I'm heading straight to God. I'm giving my life to God. I'm tired of being talked out of prospering by, by, by non-believers and weird belief systems. God, I'm coming to you and I'm going to live the God life. And Lord, I'm going to get real with you. If that's you, I'm not going to call you forward or anything like that today. But what I want you to do is right where you are, I want to agree with you in prayer. So right where you are, I want you to stand to your feet. Just, just stand to your feet right where you are and say, yeah, I'm getting my life right with God today. If you can't stand in here, you ain't going to stand out there. If you ain't got a backbone for this, trust me, you don't need to worry about the blessing of God. Come on, come on, give me a hand. If you're here today and you say, this is my day, I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to give a little moat. You got, you got to put a little effort in it. Come on, come on, this is awesome. Just stay standing. God's going to change your life. God, I said God's, God's going to change your life. That's so cool. So, man, we're celebrating you today. I want everybody in here to pray this with me. Hey, hold on a second. Just keep your head bowed and your eyes closed. There's one or two more of you. And you think, well, I'm standing on the inside. Okay, so you don't want anybody to see what God does in you on the outside. I'm telling you, there's one or two more, and you need I, I, I know the Holy Ghost. He's just, he's just he's speaking to me right now. You need to take a stand for God. You've stood for a lot of stupid, thank you. You've stood for a lot of dumb stuff. You need to take a stand for God. I don't want everybody looking at me. Ain't nobody, you got to quit thinking about you. I said you got to quit thinking about you. You're taking a stand for Jesus today. Anybody else? I don't want you to miss this. I don't want you going out of here and then it's just colliding with normal again. Everybody here, pray this. Just say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. So I receive it in Jesus' name. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, somebody give him a shout of praise. Celebrate. You guys can be seated.